1: things did end up falling into place but only because i continued and i persevered through it uh it wasn't Mm -hmm. it it, 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 like it's and i'm in retrospect i'm grateful for it it's made me who i am today and it makes me this fierce determined person that you know, demands respect and demands the respect of other people. And, um, you know, it is is, is advocates for other people who,
0: who wants to see other people rise. As a health and wellness coach, Gordon Walker Jr. assists his clients in losing weight, gaining weight, or just being fit. He also helps with meal plans. You can reach him at 302-990-8907 or you can visit the website at numa24.goherballife.com That's numa24 at goherballife.com What's up everybody, you are listening to the What Now podcast where we discuss ways of effectively addressing life's most difficult moments. Hey, what's up everybody, welcome to the What Now podcast. That's right, the What Now podcast where we discuss effective ways of facing life's most difficult moments. And we know by now, if you've listened to the show more than one time, and if you have not, that's fine. I'm going to explain it again. We have taken out that word difficult and we have replaced it with defining. Why? Because we have the right, the authority, and the responsibility to define those moments and not allow those moments to define us. My name is Clifton Petty John. I'm a purpose strategist, author, transformation coach, and spiritual leader. I provide tools and strategies to transition you from merely existing to living a life full of purpose. And if you're asking the question, is he talking to me? Absolutely, I'm talking to you. All right, listen, we have another amazing guest on tonight, and I want each and every one of you to sit back and enjoy tonight's episode. Stephen Sharp Jr. is a content creator, social media consultant, and mental health advocate based in Brooklyn, New York. Stephen uses his many years of experience as a social media marketer and a style consultant to share authentic content through the lens of mental health. In addition to partnering with major brands on Instagram, Stephen sits on the Advisory Council of Equality New York an LBGTQ plus advocacy organization and is the founder of Bond and Browry, a digital agency currently in development. Help me welcome Stephen to the show. Stephen, how are you tonight? Doing pretty Good. Chilling out. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Listen, again, I want to thank you. I thanked you off the air, but I want to thank you on the air as well for your willingness to come on and share with our listening audience. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Awesome. Now, I like to start every conversation, whether it's on the radio show or it's here on the podcast, with an icebreaker question. So, tonight, I'm going to use my favorite icebreaker question question and that question is if you could have one superpower what would that superpower be and why
1: oh my god hands i think about this all the time i want telekinesis i want to move things with my mind (laughs) yes 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 (laughs) i've always wanted that ability i like secretly i this actually it's funny this used to be like when I had a hinge, this used to be on my profile that I was like, some, they were like, what's like one thing that like, it's a weird thing that you're like afraid to admit. And I was like, some days I kind of, w- I hope that I wake up with the ability to move things with my mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, have you tried it before? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that's okay to admit here on this show. I think we've all tried something in our life. I know with me, when I was younger, I used to try to fly. You know, I'd take oh a towel, God, wrap it around so my neck, and jump off the couch and try to fly. So I understand. I definitely understand that.
2: You were trying to kill your fool self. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> I was, I just thought maybe one day I would jump and it would happen. It never oh. happened. I always got in trouble for it. I never understood why I kept doing it, but I kept trying. Like, I was determined for that to happen. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, I'm telling you that. I love that question, though, because I kind of feel like that question helps everyone relax. And it also takes us back to a time before everything in life started to happen you know when we were kids and you know it was just you were able not to worry about bills not to worry about other things connected to life you just were able to be a kid right exactly like there's like you said like all those things it's just
1: like it's so much simpler I always say that I'm like oh my god things just used to be so much simpler like I didn't have to worry about all these things but I don't know it's
0: wild. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And especially now, if we look at 2020, you know, it it has presented a lot of other things that many of us haven't had to worry about ever, you know, you know, to the degree that we we've been placed in different positions to worry about. And we're going to talk about mental health a little later, because I want to talk about stress and all of those things and, Mm -hmm. you know, effective ways of dealing with stress But before we do that, I want to play a quick game of word association, okay? Okay. I have five words. So I'm going to take these five words. I'm going to throw them out there at you one word at a time. What I want you to do is to tell me the first thing that comes to your mind, whether that's that's one word, a sentence, you can elaborate on it. And guess what else you can do? You can sing. If a song pops in your mind with the (laughs) word... A song you are welcome to sing this is a judgment free zone we wait. do not care how good how great or how not so great you sound
1: <laughs> wait i actually love that you said that because so i i come from a very musical family like my dad is a singer uh my dad's a singer my mom's a singer and songwriter my brother plays like we're we do all music things. so i used to sing in my oh, wow. church worship band so we and like we all of us like young like kids that were like in the worship band or like in the the youth worship band like we would we're such singing nerds so we would play this game like we would hear well someone would be like i don't know uh say something super arbitrary and then we'll just start singing a song and like this This really brings me back.
0: (laughs) See, our listening audience may get excited tonight because we actually may have our first singer on the podcast. Nobody else will step up and take the challenge. You know, nobody has stepped (laughs) up yet to take the challenge. So we may have our first singer on tonight's (laughs) episode. I'm excited.
2: (laughs) I'm excited too.
0: So here we go. I'm going to hit you with the first word. I'm going to hit you with the first word. And that word is life. Life.
1: Oh, my God. Um, (laughs) Weirdly, no songs are coming to mind. This is awful. But (laughs) I thought of everlasting, and that's just like my Christian upbringing.
0: (laughs) I feel you. I feel you. (laughs) Okay. So the second word is equality. Um
2: oh god. Respect. R E S P C D. Find out what it means to me. R S E C D. Thank you, T C D. Hello. <laughs> hey, okay, okay, okay,
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it because I was looking at the words and I was like, Cliff, you really did not give word good words for a song. But you <laughs> okay. just flipped it on me. So that's great. That's great.
1: Okay. There we go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the next word was two words would be mental health.
2: Oh, my gosh. What is that song? <laughs> just breathe. Just
1: breathe. Oh, breathe. <laughs> that one. Got you, got you. Okay, okay. Mental health, just breathe. All
0: right, I'm writing these down too so we can go back to them throughout the conversation. The next word is transformation. Oh my goodness. I don't know, there's a song for that. Um, I
1: think of metamorphosis. I think of butterflies going through that transition phase.
2: And then the last word is purpose. Ooh. Purpose. Um I think it's fulfillment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: All right, so we're gonna go back to some of those words throughout the conversation. but what I want to do first is I want to give you an opportunity to share a little bit about, about yourself. You can go as far back as you want to go to how you got to where you are now doing some of the amazing uh, things that you're doing right now. Oh, wow. Okay.
1: Yeah. So I'm originally from New Jersey um, and uh, I identify as Afro Latino. So my mom is Puerto Rican. My dad is black. And Um, we, I, we lived in New Jersey and I, I loved being there. It informed so much of my formative years. Um, and then we ended up moving to North Carolina. We spent like 11 years. Um, and, you know, I cultivate a lot of good friendships there, but I ended up moving to New York, um, around 2016, um, on a kind of a whim and, Yeah, that was a hard year. Like, it was a really, really tough year. Um, probably one of the hardest of my life. And I've, it, it taught me how to, how to make the most of my resources. It taught me how to really have, like, put my survival hat on, um, in like a real world sense of like, you need to, you know, figure something out because like you, for you, going back to North Carolina is not an option. Like it was an option. Like my parents, it's not like my parents were like, Nope, have fun. Um, but in the sense of like I I did not I, I don't backpedal. I don't I don't go back. Like that's just not me. Um, but yeah, through the years I you know, I started my I had started my Instagram and started working in social media, um, and you know, working in retail and then working in social media um, and was able to kind of apply the principles that I learned through my job, um, into my personal Instagram account. Um, mind you, I did not go to school for marketing. I didn't do all that. Like all the stuff I know is from, you know, studying and reading and observing and really understanding the industry, um, and then keeping a pulse on it. Um, but yeah, it's kind of just, Grown <laughs> into what it is today, I will say that um the this this pandemic has actually while it's while it has upended so many different parts of people's lives in this country in this world um the it's something a phrase always comes to mind it's like this is the this is the year that no one wanted, but it's the one that everyone needed. Um, and I really, that really speaks to me because, you know, at the, I was, I was able to give myself time to really hone in on some things and come into my own and come into my own creativity and trust myself. Like I've learned so much, um, since March and I I've seen, you know, such monumental things and they continue to come, like even just earlier today like I, I got an email a really exciting email about an opportunity it's it's it's, it's really cool so yeah well, here we are now <laughs> um <laughs> and yeah so you know I've been just using my platform to bring awareness to um uh, mental health because mental health is a huge part of my life um I struggle with an eating disorder when I was uh, younger and then you know you know dealt with anxiety and depression and uh was actually like given that an un- informal diagnosis of depression and having to work through that um and m- mainly almost not on my own but you know without a therapist but I had like a good support system um so now I've been just using my platform to just show a uh, more authentic side, like just because I do the things I do and, you know, work with the brands that I work with does not mean that I am I don't I don't I've never wanted to be like this monolith, this like inaccessible um statue of person. Like I I'm not I'm not a wooden box. Like you know, I there I I go through the same things that everyone else goes through and not anything different. In fact, sometimes worse. Um um uh, but I, I wanted to use my platform to, you know, be a safe space to show vulnerability. To be like, yeah, some days suck and some days are amazing, and we should trust ourselves and <laughs> like love other people <laughs> and like, you know, spread confidence and you know love and all those good feelings and good things. I want people to feel empowered to when they come to 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 visit me or pay a visit to any of the pages that I manage. And yeah, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm coming into that. Like you mentioned the word purpose. Um, I feel like I'm kind of easing into that in a manner of speaking, um, using my voice and my platform to uplift other people and not just myself.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Now, you said a lot within that. So we're gonna <laughs> unpack it. We're gonna take some time to unpack it. No, it was good. I want you to know it was no, good. I, it was I good. Just, I was like, I tend to be very verbose. So <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. Like I said, I'm I'm taking notes as you talk. So that's why I said I said we're going we're gonna walk through some of the things because you hit some defining moments in your life that I believe a lot of our listening audience have experienced, are experiencing, or will experience. So that's why I really want to slow walk through some of this because I want them to hear your story and not that your story is the end all tell all, but there's some people that are out there listening that can connect with your voice, that can connect with your story, that can just connect with who you are and who who you become and who you're becoming. It's amazing. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, I'm excited. Okay. So the first thing that stuck out to me, I have a lot of trigger words or uh, trigger compound words, but you hit a trigger when you said, uh, you talked about growing up in New Jersey, Mm -hmm. then you moved to North Carolina, then on a whim, Mm -hmm. you moved to New York. (laughs) And that key word for me was on a whim. And the reason why that stood out to me is because one of the things that I'm, I always teach as a, uh, purpose strategist or life coach or whatever it is that people look at me as is whenever you are called to greatness, whenever there is something inside of you that burns inside of you that nobody understands, or you can sometimes even comprehend or explain, you're always going to have those type of moments. Mm -hmm. So what was it about New York that you understood? I have to get from where I am now to get to new york no matter the cost
1: oh wow like well even then like (laughs) so yeah like i granted i was dating someone they happened to live here um (laughs) but i did not come to new york for them but Mm -hmm. i do remember visiting um the i moved in january i visited The fall or the winter before and i I mean growing up in new jersey like going to new york was just like going down the street like it's not like it's not (laughs) a big deal (laughs) like like people go to i I have friends like mind you we're like children and like they're like going off to new york like what's wrong with you anyway um (laughs) so i've been to new york before obviously my dad worked in new york um Uh, in like Harold's, the Harold Square area. And I don't know, there was something about this trip. It was one of the, I think it was the first time I'd been to New York by myself. And I remember standing on the steps of the Brooklyn, uh, not the Brooklyn Library, the New York Library uh, at 42nd Street in Bryant Park. And I don't know, I looked out and I was like, I need to be here and I just, I'm mind you, I'm very sensitive to like, I'm very energetically sensitive. So like, um, I, you talked about superpowers earlier. That's kind of one of mine. It's like, um, I get a sense for something and I move, um, whether that's towards or away in some cases. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, something was moving me towards New York. And, and then this opportunity, my, the person I was seeing at the time was like, Oh, like I'm living here. You can stay here until you figure yourself out. I wanted to give myself another year to like prepare and save and all that other stuff, but they wore me down. And I legit just, you know, quit my job, took my savings. Um, I rented a car and packed what I could in there and moved to New York. Um, and yeah, literally the next day, like everything started falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I, I kid you not, it was like 24 hours. Everything started to crumble. I, you know, it I was hard for me to find a job at first. And then like the jobs I was looking for, like I just looked not getting in the door and then I had to, you know, I worked retail for a long time. So I was like, I'll, I was like, if anything, I'll go back to retail. So I did. And I just remember because so I ended up having to live with the person that um I was seeing who broke up with me the next day. That was, <laughs> um wow. I had to live with them for, you know, a couple of a couple of months um, it's actually kind of very traumatic. They're very, like, um, they're basically a sociopath, (laughs) um, and, you know, kind of drew a lot of pleasure from tossing me back and forth emotionally. Um, Mm -hmm. and then having to, you know, be reliant on this person, like, you know, I don't have anywhere to live in this city, um, other than here. And, you know, it was, it's a, it's a, I don't know if I can swear on you, but it's pretty oh, fucked up. Oh, you're free to be you. <laughs>
0: you're free to be you.
1: Okay. Yeah, like, it was pretty fucked up. And um, I remember the, oh, God, I will never forget it. I I got in the job, the first paycheck I got, I, had, I packed everything up. My friend, um, she was living, she had an apartment in New Jersey, and she was leaning on her a bit because you know for like emotional support um and she was like hey like you know if you she was like if you need to like my you can come stay at my place for a bit while you get settled and like while you start like getting some money and finding an apartment and I was like yes yes absolutely so i drove i packed everything i packed up everything that i brought with me put it on the train <laughs> from harlem to jersey city (laughs) on the train and yeah moved to my friend's place and (laughs) thinking thinking back on this it's it's like wow but it's also just like wow (laughs) like like, i don't know there's there's like this i don't know this is it's a weird feeling like thinking back over this you know, you know I, through all of that, like, I, had to, I learned a lot about myself, like, my capacity, um, how I problem solve, like, you know, I, I thought it was hot shit in, in Raleigh, <laughs> like, <laughs> but, like, coming to New York really brings something out of me. Um, it's funny when people are like, what brought you to New York? So, without having to go into the whole ex breaking up with me and enticing me and coming to New York. I'm just like, I came to New York to take myself seriously.
0: <laughs> Many people define stagnation as not producing. And I understand that, but let me add a little weight to the definition of stagnation. Stagnation may be where you're not producing, but it also may be where you're producing at a level or in a dimension that's disrespectful to your purpose and your creation. I've written a tool that will assist you to number one, find out the areas that you have stagnation in. And then number two, it's gonna give you some tools, strategies, and techniques to transition from stagnation to transformation. And that tool or that book is called (laughs) From Stagnation to Transformation. I want you to head over to my website right now and I want you to download the preview of the book. After you download the preview of the book, read it. After you read it, I want you to come back to the website and I want you to purchase your copy of From Stagnation to Transformation. Why? Because I want you to make an investment in your now to produce a future that's connected to your purpose. So again, I want you to visit www.cliftonpettyjohn.com forward slash transformation. At the top, you're going to see a tab that says book preview, click it, download it, read it. And I want you to come back and purchase your copy of From Stagnation to Transformation.
1: Uh, (laughs) And it's not a lie. (laughs) Right,
0: right. I feel you. I feel you.
1: (laughs) But it's like also... of comical to kind of sum up that entire traumatic year (laughs) to yeah i just came to new york to take myself seriously because like as if i couldn't take myself seriously in a in a less expensive city (laughs) like yeah i'm gonna take myself seriously in one of the most expensive cities in the country
0: (laughs) but you know what i'm laughing with you though because what i loved about your story and i appreciate your transparency on here because what people expect to hear sometimes is i packed everything up and i moved to new york and the next day the phone call phone calls started <laughs> coming in and i was being booked here and i was being booked there and opportunity was coming here and opportunity was coming there But you basically let us know (laughs) within 24 hours, everything that seemed like it was going to be some source of, of stability in your life had now just been shaken completely up. Now, I want to ask you a question. With all of that going on, how did you still sense that new york was where you were supposed to be because you talked about it. i'm gonna tell you this you talked about you know having a uh a christian upbringing mm-hmm. and you know sometimes in in that type of culture we're taught if it's god it won't fall apart but
1: everything fell
0: apart <laughs>
1: yeah <it's>, um <laughs> yeah i mean yeah um it did it's like it's like you you kind of summed it up like there is this this trend that people will use especially if if they later on find success they like to kind of like um edit down the the bad parts like
2: yeah, yeah the
1: next day but i'm like but also it's like you know it's one of those like biblical days like it could have been a day or it could have been like a million years um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah in a certain sense in a certain reality sure it happened the next day um but yeah like like to answer your question the sense i had like it's it's hard to describe um there is just this there was this driving force um that you know compelled me it's it's and it that sounds very dramatic and thematic. I but it truly did, it truly is that way. I I felt like this compulsion to be like there is something here. Like I cannot give up on this. Uh I mean also for context, I tried I did not enjoy living in Raleigh. It was not my favorite place um mm. to live at all. I did not enjoy it. Not that I mean the people I met were amazing. I I love those people and like I'm still friends with them, many of them to this day. And I'm actually going back to North Carolina in like a few weeks. But like living there and being I don't know, there's just being pulled away from my I was very attached to living in New Jersey. Like having to be pulled away from that, like stuck with me for eleven years. Like I'm a petty mm. bitch. So I I hold on to that. Um, But yeah, it was just like this feeling inside me like, no, I can't give up. Like, I can't go back. Like, you know, I tried to leave. I tried to leave for 11 years. Like, now I'm out. Like, I can't go back. Um, But there was also, you know, I I say all that, like, everything did fall apart. But like, and, you know, I got down to very, very, very dark points of my life. Um, one of the darkest, some, well, the darkest part, points of my life.
2: Um, but yeah, something
1: always came up. Like you know, there was always, a, there was always a way for me to be sustained. There's, you know, things did end up falling into place. But only because I continued and I persevered through it. Uh, it wasn't mm-hmm. it, 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 it it like it's. And I'm in retrospect, I'm grateful for it. It's made me who I am today, and it makes me this fierce, determined person that you know demands respect and demands the respect of other people, and. Um, you know is't it it advocates for other people who who wants to see other people rise like i you know and advocates for themselves like this you know i I developed a toughness that I don't think I feel like if I had found a job the next day like like that just even just thinking about that I'm like that doesn't make me extraordinary. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) like like, that doesn't sound extraordinary to me like when I think back on my life I'm like you know what I'm proud of myself like I I went through that and I didn't let it crush me like I was tough enough to to deal with that and like while while I'm not you know in the Christian environment anymore and while I'm, I'm that's just not my thing there are some tenets where it's like, I do believe that, you know, God gives you, doesn't give you more than you can bear. And I, I have that. I'd say that a lot in my head of like, if you're experiencing it, if you're experiencing a hardship, it means that you either are already capable to handle it or through this experience, you will find the ability to weather through it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hold on to I hold true to that and it's never it's never steered me wrong. Like every obstacle that I've come into my that's come into my life, I'm like, okay, this feels really daunting, this looks really daunting. However, if I'm experiencing it and if it's happening to me, then I have the capacity to
0: get through it. <laughs> Absolutely. You said something that, and as I'm listening to you talk, I just keep hearing that uh, you said it pulled it out of you when you were breaking everything down, um, when you were giving, you know, your, your general overview, you said it pulled it out of you. And I think that sometimes we don't like going through some of the tough times in life, but there are things, gifts, talents, abilities, you know, fortitudes that we don't even realize we have until we go through some of those times. So, yeah, I I feel you there. So now I want to segue into the mental health side of things, because you said that you've had bouts with depression, Mm -hmm. anxiety, and even an uh, eating disorder. Mm -hmm. And you said you managed these things without a therapist. And I'm glad I have you on because – um, a lot of my guests, like myself, have went to therapy. <laughs> so it's good to have a perspective from someone now, listen to what I'm saying, someone who didn't go to therapy, yet they see the value, honestly, of having a healthy mental health. Because there are some that say, I'm not going to therapy. I don't need therapy. I'm just going to tough this thing out. But they never take time to unpack different things in their lives so that they experience wholeness in other core areas of your life. With you, how did you, or how do you process everything, you know, without a therapist? You said you have a strong support system, but what are some other things that you have utilized over the years?
1: So while I I didn't, while I hadn't seen a therapist in the past, I actually do see a therapist now. Okay. Um, i uh, and I'd always wanted to find a therapist i I do believe that there's there there are certain capacities that we hit like there's a threshold, and I hit that threshold last year um last fall um and my it got to the point that my depression got to a my, I'd always in, in retrospect I I realized that I had been managing depression for a very long time and then it came to a head when I was out and about with my current partner and um, you know we had gone to a show and I I felt my I had already been feeling like really low and you know I just chalked it up to having like a few bad days but I missed I I'm missing time from that from that day like from that evening like there are things that happened that evening that I don't remember and apparently I had exhibited some behavior that wasn't typical to me and and it caused a lot of uh it caused an argument and But in that moment, I realized, you know, I I think in visuals, I'm a very visual person. So it was this like image of me trying to like bob in this big, massive lake and, you know, trying to keep my head water. And I had submerged that evening and that scared me. The fact that I had missed time, like there were things that happened and I had, you know, been around other people when this happened and it caused a miscommunication. So that's when I started to like actually look for a therapist. Um, and the one I have now is amazing. I, I truly do believe that there are things that we, we cannot go. Well, It's I, I don't want to say that we don't have the capacity to go through these things. However, it'll, it is beneficial to have someone who has a, a neutral perspective to help guide you through that process. And, you know, there's certain things, especially when it comes to dealing with um, like childhood trauma or abuse or what have you, like those very like deep seated, um, deep seated wounds that, and that spread out through, you know, your entire, well, your entire personhood to go into that by yourself. I, I, I don't, and I mean, I can only really speak from my perspective, but I don't, I don't see how someone could do that by themselves. Now that I've gone through, now that I am going through therapy and tackling some, some deep-seated, you know, hurts and fears and things like that. I can't imagine doing that by myself. I drive myself insane. <laughs> like, right, I feel you. But but to have someone there to be like, okay, like, you know, what are you like to bringing things into your attention? Like, how, what is your body feeling right now? What you, like verbalize what you're saying? Like, you know, get these things out and guide you through this process of going through these things so you can experience true, lasting healing. Um, you know, I, I, I'm a huge proponent for therapy. You know, I, I, you know, I, one of the things I talk about a lot is the disparity in mental health and finding therapy, especially for the black and brown and indigenous communities. Yes. Like yes. It, it is, so I remember reading a statistic. I, and I may butcher up, I may butcher the percentages and I apologize in advance but somehow, like 85 percent of therapists are white and or Mm -hmm. identify as white and there's like i think it's like eight percent identify as black and i think Mm -hmm. you know i truly believe in um i truly believe in ancestral trauma and yes i can't or ancestral or racial trauma and i true i I know there are instances where there are white therapists who are able to lead that process and I respect their work. But for me, I don't, I don't understand how, how a, you know, a BIPOC could go through a racial traumatic healing experience with a white person, especially if a white person was the perpetrator. Um, Um, And I mean, history has proven the white people are perpetrators. Um, <laughs> um, it's not a talk hidden it fact. talk talk um, to talk. <laughs> so I I just I don't I don't I don't get it. So that's one of the things, and like there's a huge disparity, and a lot of, and it drives a lot of black folks away from therapy. They're like, who like there you know there's, and there's like this uh, in the black community from my experience you know we've we've had to be so self-reliant there's like at many times there's there's no one else to help you you have to help yourself there are just things that you have to do that you can't just rely on other people to do um so that's kind of because of that mindset that carries into our mental health of like no we don't need anyone but no this is this is beneficial this is helpful this is healing this will help you help your sanity it'll help you bring into bring things into perspective and you know if if you're open to it anyway i'm i, I can go on and on about it because it it both angers me and incenses me <laughs> and mm-hmm. it pushes me forward to talk more and find more solutions and share more resources of organizations that are you know trying to um provide resources and bring more black
0: therapists into the market yes so now you kind of started talking about some this is a perfect segue for me because i want to talk a little bit about social injustice so we kind of started there didn't go fully there but we're about to go there okay (laughs) let's go there uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> we might as well let's go there um, your thoughts on the current state of our country yeah. of our people um, our criminal justice system where does your mind go to or have you had a personal experience lord, with, uh, lord. <laughs>
1: um god like where do i begin well firstly i will say that you know this ah it's like where do i where do you even start with something with what has happened since well i mean it's been happening for hundreds of years but um (laughs) what has galvanized in june um I I I'm glad it's happening. There are a lot of people who are like, you know, oh, I wish we could just, you know, go back to when we're peaceful. I'm like, absolutely not. No. Mm-hmm. No. That was not working. It was only working for a couple of people. But like now, like for me, I'm very much I mean, I preface, I love astrology and I'm like, I'm a rising Libra and Libras are all about some like law and order. And I definitely am about some law and order. In like a, not in the sense of like policing and governance, but in the sense of like, you know, uh, like karmic law and order of like, you know, this is, this has been building up for very, very, very long time. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we're finally like, you know, we're stabbing the barrels, like the oil is spilling out, like we need to deal with it. Um, this isn't going away. Um, there's a lot of people who are just like, Oh, this is gonna go away, like absolutely not. And um I I'm seeing I'm seeing the waves, I'm seeing I am seeing change um in my circles in that my industry, um, or my experiences in that industry, I can say. Um but it's there's also like this conflict that, you know, I I have to I have to grapple with the fact I have to grapple with my own privilege. I do. Um being a light skinned black man, being a, a mixed being a, being a mixed person, being an Afro Latino, being someone who, you know, um talks white, um, who, you know, yeah, you know, my parents weren't rich, but like we weren't like you know we weren't like on the streets like we were fine like we got an education like there and you know I dressed a certain way, I spoke a certain way, I hung out in certain circles you know i I've benefited from whiteness um and I've den- benefited from um, white perspectives. Um acting in my favor you know i've I've been you know part of i've you know there's also like a part of like you know I've neglected a lot of parts of myself that I had to re embrace um being confronted by them um like I never felt fully black my whole life. This is the first time that I'm reclaiming that part of myself um and uh know being able to empathize and really learn and embrace my experiences as as they stand um and it just brings up a lot of like there's a lot of trauma there too. There are things that I yes. didn't re- really remember that I'd experienced um from my childhood i in realizing that my whole life was littered with microaggressions. Um, being the palatable Black guy um, to, you know, people telling me, oh, you're not Black, as if Black was a square or Black was a curse Mm -hmm. or Black was undesirable. Um, You know, having these, yeah, like literally, yeah, like people trying to tell me who I am and making comments about my skin tone. Like I literally had a white woman once Tell me she's like, oh, I just want your skin.
0: Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show. Podcasting is an easy inexpensive, and, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major platform directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over a 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. You'll get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to show how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes and more. So start your show today by using the link provided in the show notes. This lets Buzzsprout know we sent you and it gives you an opportunity to receive a $20 Amazon gift card as well as it helps support our show.
1: Oh no man. It's 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 hard it's tough to unpack. Um, right. because there's so many different it has so many different legs and they're all tied into 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 you know, it's in the in the culture, it's in the society and it's you know, we have to you know, we talked about, you know, how can we really show up for our black gay youth and you know it's if you don't know a black gay youth you know start donating honestly <laughs> um start you know putting your money into um you know organizations nonprofits. that you know help benefit black or black and brown and bipoc youth uh black bipoc gay youth um also just you know really break out of this binary system like let's break out of this like, oh, this is just how it's always been done mentality. Yes. You know, that's that's just that's one, it's old and it's also it's it's not conducive at all for how progress is made. And like you want you want all these things, you want like pay equity, you want racial quality. Um yeah, the things that have always been done I'm gonna have to change. And it's gonna be across the board, like you can't cherry pick. Um, you know, you can't cherry pick freedoms <laughs> like um right. it's 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 not gonna be an option. And um so yeah, like we need to, you know, start rethinking how we phrase things and be a little bit more open and empathetic. Um start listening and allowing people, allowing black gay youth Or Black K people to
2: just tell their story, to speak
1: their mind. Um, You know, I I keep mentioning Black K youth because it's, that's, that's honestly, that's how we're going to make a shift is by investing in them and, and really pouring into them and encouraging them and um, supporting them and, you know, listening to them they have a lot of great ideas they have a lot of great things like you know i uh
2: you know i've been i was listening to
1: another podcast and uh they're talking about I'm, i'm paraphrasing but you know talking about the divinity within people like you know there's divinity in all of us um and once we start recognizing that it'll be transformative um mm-hmm. and you know there's it's just it's a it's a human thing like we need to i don't know there's i i can go on and on and on it and i kind <laughs> of i verbalize and i process simultaneously <laughs> but um i don't know we just we need to just start breaking out of. We need to start asking, like, why are we continuing to do the same things that we've been doing mm-hmm. without, Absolutely. without, without it? And that's insane. <laughs> it's truly insane. Yep. Like, yep. it's not. It's not working. It's detrimental. It's driving. It's driving wedges. Like, like, just open up your brain a bit. Like,
2: it's. We need to break out of these these mentalities like, that that. I
0: don't know, uh, <laughs> I get what you're saying. We need to break yeah. out of these oppressive mentalities. And to me, we need to give more people a seat at the table yeah. and allow those table to tables to be more diverse. And mm-hmm. then some of us have to stop sitting down at some tables and mm-hmm. start creating some round tables ourselves for where uh, to where if they're not going to accept it they're not going to bring about the diversity let's get together and develop a strategy to let them know we're here you mm-hmm. can no longer ignore us and you need us in order for things to progress in a positive manner exactly exactly you gotcha. nailed it you know we need to, we need to... Either create our
1: own tables, make some seats at yes. some tables, and some people need to, you know, sit up or
0: stand up and leave. <laughs> yes. Come leave the table, leave the room, leave right. the building, leave the town, leave the state, just leave.
1: Right. <laughs> and we to yeah, hold each other accountable. Like if you yes. see some shit going on, like call it out. Be like, no yeah. no no, we're not we're not we're not we're not tolerating that here. Really like, standing up and being like, listen being each other's advocate like that's that 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 speaks measures um i remember when it first happened for me when someone stood up for me i was just like one oh my god cool uh but also like thank you like right there there are moments where you know being confronted by um a situation where i feel like trapped or unsafe like it's either like you fight or you freeze and i unfortunately have frozen many times in my life but for someone to like stand up for me and to be like no nope, we're not we're not tolerating this type of behavior and you're going to apologize to him and we're going to move on <laughs> like, right that, that's that's what like we that. need we need, I like we, need we need to be a strong arming people who are
0: you know treating other folks like less than human beings Absolutely. So now I do have one more question I want to get to. But before we do that, I want to give you the opportunity and the space to give everyone your social media handles, your website, how they can contact you, all of those great things.
1: Yeah. So I am on Instagram and on Twitter um, as Stephen Sharp Jr. It's Stephen with a V, Sharp with an E at the end, J-R. Uh, My website is currently under construction, but you can find me on LinkedIn. Um, (laughs) And yeah, like my DMs are open. Uh, Like I said, I work um, a lot as a mental health advocate and content creator, but my my DMs are always open. Um, I'm always open to, you know, if you need support and need someone to talk to, I can make space for that. Um, Especially if you feel like no one else can, like, you know, yeah, you can talk to me, there are hotlines, but, like, if you don't want to, like, go through all of that, like, hit me up my DMs, I'm always checking them.
0: Awesome, awesome. So now, the name of the show is What Now? We focused a lot on your journey, everything that, you know, some of the things that are going on in the world currently, well mm-hmm. in the country currently, and we also focused on mental, the mental health aspect. So can you tell us some of the things that you're working on now? You don't have to go into details about it, but just some of the things that you, you're doing now so people can see the progress of your journey. Yeah, um, I am working on, I'm actually finishing
1: up a project uh, with a major brand dealing in, in mental health that'll be launching out soon. Um, I am also in the process of starting an agency um it's uh primarily for uh you know providing resources to support and um guidance and representation for um burgeoning talent and creatives um uh, like creatives who have brands like reaching out to them um my how i see the agency forming is you know representing them and helping them you know Get what they deserve and get the money that that they that they are owed for providing the services that they are getting. Um, I'm actually I see a lot of disparity in the uh, quote unquote influencer community, um, especially against uh, BIPOC folks. Like uh, the pay disparity is wild and ridiculous, and I, I wanna I wanna help I wanna help these people. You know I wanna help. Create an environment where there's equity. Um, I want to just help specific people, but I want to, you know, level the playing field, open our lines of communication, have more transparent pay discussions, um, and you know, hopefully lead to some standardization in this industry. So there's less. So we're, we're able to keep that equity and carry it out into
0: whatever marketing ends up being tomorrow (laughs) got you awesome awesome so now i do want to go back to the beginning of the conversation because you let us know you came to new york Mm -hmm. you know 24 hours everything broke down your relationship ended it was a toxic type of a situation so i want to ask the question before we get off the air because I always love a happy ending or a great new beginning. Mm -hmm. I heard you talking about your partner. (laughs) But you were able to find somebody in New York that's worked out better for you than the one that was there (laughs) when you moved there. I was saying again, sorry. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sorry, no, I'm not asking personal stuff. I just wanted to know. I wanted people to hear the happy ending for those that are out there that feel there's no hope, no way, no how. Were you yeah. able to find a partner that, you know, now you you are experiencing a greater experience than when you first got there?
1: Yes. Um, and <laughs> I used to wear partner loosely. We've only been dating for a year, but, uh like the best way that i can communicate it um but yes it's it's, i i say i say this a lot to people and like um you know i can complain a lot a lot of things in my life my relationship is not one of them (laughs) that's great see
0: so i just want everybody out there listening you feel there's no hope no way no how there is hope okay i want you to understand (laughs)
1: <laughs> and there is hope. Put the app down. I mean, well, I guess <laughs> put the apps <hands> down. <laughs> I know it's hard in COVID, but honestly, put them down. You know, take a bath, treat yourself right. Honestly, start that's start key. start loving yourself. Honestly, stop key. looking for stop looking for these fools. Honestly, <laughs> like... that's the key. I'm looking for these fools. Start taking care of yourself. Really get get to a point with yourself that you're just like, Hmm, yes, I'm fine. I love this. I'm gonna take you out tomorrow night. And you'll be
2: surprised what
1: happens. And I know like hearing that I made mean, it's like nails on a chalkboard because you hear it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> once you once you date yourself, like you'll find your boo. Like but <laughs> I hate to say it, but when I started just focusing on myself, I ended up meeting this fantastic, glorious
0: creature at a party. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> so you have, there you have it. You have an example of it. I, I, I push that very heavily, though. I do push, you know, learning, you know, taking time for you, building yourself up, you know, representing, representing and repackaging yourself you know as a person that's pursuing wholeness you know mm. sometimes we can be out there and we just look like I need I need I need I need but when you start to realize no I'm of a, of some value and what yeah. I'm presenting is of value then you'll begin one of my uh, former guests says it like this he always says valuable people attract people of value that so that's why I always that is I believe it I believe it so Stephen, thank you for joining us all tonight. I appreciate you. I appreciate your existence and all that you're doing, you know, to create a greater world and also to make sure that people understand the value of mental health. I encourage each and every one of you to follow Stephen, support everything that he has going on. Also, I want to remind you guys, we do a drawing at the end of the month. If you want to be a part of that drawing and you've listened to this entire episode, I want you to text the words mental health to 302 648 Again, 302 648 That way I know you've listened. I know you enjoyed it and you'll be entered for the drawing at the end of the month. Now, as our month As I always say, create a great day, walk with purpose, and by all means, execute your vision. Peace. Fit for sport, fit for life. NUMA Wellness and Spa offers mobile massage services. Gordon Walker Jr. specializes in deep tissue and sports massages. Massages range from 60 to 90 minutes. NUMA's hours of operations are Monday through Friday, 9.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. Happy hours are between 1.30 p.m., and 5 30 pm monday through friday during this time clients receive massages at a discounted rate gordon also specializes in paraffin treatment ear candling mobile first aid cpr and aed classes as well as mobile notary services coming soon zumba and yoga classes for more information and to schedule an appointment visit www dot numa spa dot com, or email them at newmade seven eight one six at gmail dot com. Newmade is spelled p n e u m a d e, or you can call them at three zero two nine nine zero eight nine zero seven.